Blog Talk Radio. I've been coming to Darlington Raceway for as long as I can remember. Dale Earnhardt is about to win the sixth of the last... There's so much history here. Elliott now midway between turns three and four, looking for one million Darlington has some of the toughest races. Burton looks down to the inside. He'll not be able to... I've watched my heroes leave here in both victory and defeat. And Cale Yarbrough as your leader. Here goes Gant, right down to the inside. That's the kind of racing in the old days you used to see at Darlington. Physical for the last five laps. There's no other place like Darlington. From the bottom, they are three wide on the back straightaway. I'm Dale Hart Jr., driver of the number 88 nationwide Chevy SS. We are celebrating Darlington's throwback race weekend with a special Grey Ghost paint scheme honoring NASCAR icon Buddy Baker. Come join me and the entire NASCAR family as we pay tribute to the history and heritage of our sport at Darlington Raceway. The tradition continues Sunday, September 4th at the Bojangles Southern 500. Reserve your seats now by calling 866-459-RACE or visit DarlingtonRaceway.com. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, welcome back to a, a very special Happy Memorial Day Monday night with Rowdy Maglite Show with my catch can man from Chi-Town, Mark. How's it going there, Mark? Oh, Rowdy, it's going good. I got my coffee and my sister in my mouth, Rowdy, and we're ready to talk racing tonight. We got a lot to talk about. This is the biggest weekend, basically, in racing, they say, so... Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're ready. We're ready to go, and uh, let's do it. This weekend would make a couch potato out of you with all the racing that was going on. It was just uh, all I did was watch racing all weekend. It's more like watch racing and eat in between the races. You know, breakfast in Monaco, lunch in Indy, and dinner in Charlotte. <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, we got our Jack man, Jeff, on the other line. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Roddy, how you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, you went did a little track racing this weekend also, didn't you? Yes, I did. I got up to a well-known, one of the oldest drag strips in the country, I do believe. It. And uh, um, up in um, Union Grove, Wisconsin, Great Lakes Dragway. Well, there were some nice cars, uh, trucks, jets. It was, it was, it was, it was interesting. Fire. Haven't seen something like that in a long time. Car count good. Yeah, there was a lot of cars. It was like it was one of their special shows of the year. They do a special show at Memorial Day and Labor Day. That's one of the reasons I did go up because I had never been there and I wanted to get there, and I figured. Since they had a special show, I might just take the trip up because it was only like 20 miles from my house. So I just shot up there and uh, checked it out. And it was pretty interesting. Uh, I posted up some of the pictures, Jeff. I, a lot of uh, people liked them. It was uh, some nice cars, some nice, oh, yeah. nice basic equipment. Yes, it was. So, uh, 
Mark? Hey, Rowdy. We got the Brett Holmes Racing Report coming in with Jason Kitts coming at uh, 10, 10 after. Somewhere after okay. 10 after. Uh, how'd your weekend go? Uh, it was a good weekend. Uh, it was a nice Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Jeff and I got to go to the Salute the Troops 100 on Saturday evening at Jefferson Speedway just outside Matt Kenseth's hometown of Cambridge, Wisconsin. Uh, tight little high bank quarter mile that has two distinct separate grooves and makes for some real interesting racing. And uh, we, we certainly saw that this past weekend. And uh, as the show progresses, we'll, we'll give a little bit more info on what we went in and uh, saw this weekend with, uh, with that. And then Jeff hitting the, the drag strip last night, uh, more power to him. He needed to get to another new track, I guess, this weekend, so he got it under his belt. Sometimes those ones last-minute deals are the most fun, and they work out the best for you, didn't they, Jeff? Sure did. You know, I just sit at home, nothing to do. Uh, asked the wife if she wanted to go out to dinner. She said, nope. I says, okay, I'm going to go out for a little bit. So I shot up to the races. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't take much to do that, did it? Nope. <laughs> that's, that's being, tw- I'm being 20 yep. miles from the house, I couldn't beat it. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's right. No, and it's something different, too. We we normally don't see that type of racing, and uh, it, it's nice to venture out and get other forms of racing under your belt and check it out because they can be real entertaining and fun. Uh, maybe not a steady diet of it, but... As as an alternative, uh, yeah, you have to look at those things. And, and it's been around a long time. A lot of people are interested, and there's a reason. Drag racing's still alive, just like oval track racing. So, uh, yeah, uh, I I need to get out to the drag strip again and get renew my soul, I think, a little bit. Well, standing beside them when they, when they thunder off on the start line, down the Christmas tree. That's uh, that's the best part of it. And then it's over. Well, I think, you know, drag racing itself is a wonderful sport and a great spectator sport to watch. And once they get it rolling, you know, the racing goes boom, boom, boom. But the best time to see drag racing is definitely at night when it's dark. Uh, the flames that bellow out of those exhaust pipes are just, Phenomenal to watch when they, they hit that full force and head down the track. So, yeah, if you've never been to a drag strip, do yourself a favor. Get out there, folks. Something you really enjoy, I think. Well, guys, we're headed to Elko Speedway in Elko, Minnesota. Mark, you been there? We talked about this. No, sir. We Neither Jeff or I have been to this, so it'll be a new track for both of us. We're looking forward to it. Uh, we were talking to Natalie Decker's mother on Saturday evening at Jefferson Speedway, and she told us a few things about uh, the layout and uh, the speedway itself, and she said it's a really nice facility. So uh, we'll probably see Natalie and her family up there. I don't know if she's I, – I think she's racing this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she is yes, racing. That's one of her races. Right. Well, guys, that's a three uh, a point three seven five mile paved oval, high bank. 
it's a little over a third of a mile. Uh, yeah, we're we're looking forward. We there's a few third miles Jeff and I get to, so uh, the racing is generally very good on those tracks. But for those ARCA cars, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be the old bump and grind, I think. And uh, you're always gonna be in traffic, so uh, it's gonna be a nice tight race uh, for the all 250 laps. Well, guys, I'm gonna bring uh, Jason in, and we're gonna do the Brett Holmes Racing Report with Jason Kitts. Hey, Jason. Hey, Rowdy, how's it going? Man, we're doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. Just enjoying a little Memorial Day festivities down here in the great state of Alabama, per usual. But uh, hope y'all have had a a good weekend there, and I'm glad to be on the show. Well. We have, and happy Memorial Day back to you. I guess y'all been busy getting ready for this upcoming Telco race, haven't you? Absolutely. I mean, you know, as, as you guys know, the the past two races have, have really been uh, trying our, our patience and our and our luck, for that matter. Um, you know, the, the wreck of Talladega, then to back that up with two blown engines in a row uh, in Toledo, really put a damper. Uh, on the team so far and um you know we're we're looking to come back from it we're you know the racing is just racing sometimes and that happens but uh we're working the best we can and and brian barry and all the guys in the shop are putting in extra hours right now getting the elko car ready and uh we should be fine you know everything's um we're a little bit on the behind side of things when it comes to the engines and getting those taken care of right now but We'll have them ready in time for Elko and the quick turnaround for Pocono. So it shouldn't be a problem. Um, we're just looking for, you know, a little bit of luck. You know, it's been tough right uh, right now just trying to, you know, get through these races. And, and we had such a good car at Toledo. Um, Brett was really making his way through the field after the engine change we made on Saturday. Um, and we really got the car working well. And just like Talladega, you know, something went wrong. You know, we – Either, you know, we got in a wreck or, you know, in Toledo's case, we, we, we had another engine problem. So, you know, just a, a little bit of bad luck right now at the beginning of the season, but we're glad it's at the beginning of the season, um, you know, instead of later in the season where it could, you know, hurt us even more. So we're going to try to, you know, just take it one step at a time with this Elko race, you know, get to the track, unload clean, you know, make sure we run through all the motions correctly, everything's going smooth, you know, really take our time with each thing that we do and really try to set up for a good run this weekend because if we can get a good run at Elko, then we can carry that momentum into this summer stretch, which is so important, as you guys know, uh, to the ARCA season when you're contending and racing for a championship. This summer stretch is one of the most important things that um, a team can do to if they can be successful in that summer stretch. I mean, you look at the Briscoes and you look at the people who and the Infingers who have won in the past few years, they've really taken that, summer stretch with stride so we're looking to do the same we're looking to to get over a hump here um i feel like we've been doing that for a few weeks now but i think um elko brett's short track experience i mean it, it seems to come in if we can just get the car and everything mechanically to go right for us i think um brett's been driving the hell out of the car so uh, i think we'll be right there in the top five or so uh, hopefully pushing for a win. But right now, the focus definitely is just trying to finish in the top tier of, of the cars right now and just try to get some momentum going into Pocono and Michigan and those other, those other uh, speedways coming up. So it's been a tough few weeks, but uh, we're excited, and uh, we're looking forward to Elko. Brett's never raced at Elko before, but 
you know, you put Brett on a short track, he had never raced at Toledo either, and he was really tearing up the field at the beginning of that race before the engine problem. So you put Brett on a track that, you know, um, really any track. I, I wouldn't put Brett, you know, I could put Brett up anywhere and, and say give him give him 15 minutes, give him 20 minutes, give him some, some warm-up laps, and he'll figure out the track pretty quickly. And as long as the mechanics behind him or the mechanical side of it behind him is going well, uh, we'll be fine. So we're excited about Elko. It's a long trip from from the shop in Statesville and definitely for, for me and a few other guys, including Brett and his dad, Stacy, the owner from Alabama. So uh, we're excited, um, but uh, looking for some positive momentum to kind of really catch BHR this weekend and set sail for the summer. Well, hey, Jason, you know two races don't make a season, brother. You got a great, oh, absolutely. great group of people. Great group of people. Hey, Jason, I'm going to throw you over to Mark. Mark wants to holler at you just a minute. Hey, Mark, you're with Jason Kitts. Hi, Jason. Welcome aboard. We always like having you on the show and finding out what's going on with the Holmes racing situation and, uh, yeah, you uh, you guys will have some travel time coming up. Uh, uh, what's your leave time to get up to Elko? I, I know it's a six-hour drive for me, and I'm just southeast of Chicago. I can't imagine what it's like for you guys. Oh, it's a haul for us, Mark, and happy Memorial Day, by the way. Um, it's it's you. really, you know, the the great thing about us is we've got, um, you know, we've got the guys in Statesville, and we have the guys in Alabama, so coordinating them to get up there at the same time tends to be uh, – a little bit of an issue, especially when there's um, a quick turnaround like we have for Pocono this week. But it's going to be a long drive. There's no doubt about it. Um, some of us will fly up. Some of us will drive. Um, I'm hoping I draw the flying end of that stick, but I have a feeling I might <laughs> draw the driving end of that stick. I drove the Toledo. I, I can't blame you for ago. that, Jason, at all. <laughs> I drew the driving stick uh, for uh, uh, Toledo a few weeks ago, and I enjoyed the drive, but you know what, that, that's that's no fun when it's when it's starting to when it gets to double digit hours on the road it starts to become a little tiresome but um you know we do what we can um it's going to be a long drive but that's okay you know we we love racing we love being at the racetrack um i know brett he would drive 40 hours to go to the moon and race if we wanted to you know it's all about what we love and racing is our passion so a little bit of a drive even if it's a long one is okay i mean me me, brett and a few other guys from the team have made uh trips across the country and in our little volkswagen jetta that the team owns that we've gone to missouri and kansas and all all sorts of places in the back seats to those cars and you know we trade it off and we we get going and some of us will fly you know it's all about I guess who the owner likes better that week, but we uh, we get we <laughs> yeah, get where we need to go. Not or not? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But we'll get up there and we'll be ready to go at Elko, regardless of how we get there. Well, well. Speaking of VWs, Jason, uh, when you're at the track, uh, and especially the smaller tracks where you can see stuff in the parking lot, I got a white Euro Van camper. Uh, it's the last year they made the pop-up campers from VW. So look for it, check it out. You see us, you know, always pop in and say hello, please. Absolutely. I'll come see you guys as soon as I can. When I'm at the track, you know, I'm usually running around with my head cut off at these tracks trying to get as much publicity out there as I can for Brett. But, hey, <laughs> we'll, if, I, if, I, if I get the chance, I'll come, I'll come hang out with you. We'll, no we'll track, track you down at the hauler and, and say hello this weekend because Jeff and I will be up in Elko. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. they're, they're well, Robbie Mack, I have a presence. 
Yeah, I'll be the curly-headed kid in the BHR hat. So y'all, I'm pretty easy to find. I got a southern accent and pretty pale skin, so I'm I'm pretty easy to find. But I'll find y'all. And we'll we'll <laughs> we'll hang out this weekend. We'll, we'll, we'll track yeah. you down, buddy. We'll track you down, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's uh, we've never been up there either, so uh, it'll be a new track for all of us. And I've been to a few, so just like you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're excited. I mean, you know, Elko, you know, that's in our experience. I mean, this this will be, I believe, the furthest north BHR has ever traveled um, to go to a race. So um, it, it should be exciting. I mean, from from what we've seen and what we've watched, um, we it looks like the facilities are really nice and the people at Elko really take their racing seriously and they have some really passionate fans up there and and I mean that's what it's all about I mean we we fill the stands up Toledo had a great crowd even though the weather wasn't that great you know for a few days I mean what's better than seeing full stands at an ARCA race I mean people want to come see these drivers out there race and get you know it's such a competitive group of people and you know, with the with the points battle going right now and all these cars and all these teams that we have that are so good right now. I mean, it, it you have you have BHR and you have Cunningham and you have Schrader and you have Venturini and you have all these different guys that are just week in, week out battling back and forth for this, this points battle. And, I mean, the ARCA Racing Series right now is probably some of the most exciting racing you can see in the United States. So anybody who's listening, if you're up, near Elko or you're near one of our tracks coming up in the near future, get out and come see the ARCA Racing Series presented by Menards Race because I promise you, you'll, it's not very expensive. It's much cheaper than going to any NASCAR event, and the racing is twice as good. So come on down, and uh, I just wanted to give that little plug because I really like seeing our fans, these ARCA Racing you, Series You took the words out racing. of my mouth. I couldn't have said it any better, and... Uh... Uh, it, it's a great value. It's a great time. Uh, it, it fits into a nice family evening. Uh, it's affordable. <laughs> it's, it's a two-hour time period, basically, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, but, you know, it's basically right around in there. Uh, bring the kids. Uh, they get in for free at a certain age, depending on the race and the track, and uh, uh, you can get discount easily, tickets so easily for Elko at uh, go to Menards and, and take advantage of that program and get $10 off your ticket. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the this, this series works well with Menards and all the things they're able to produce for the fans. And, I mean, the experience that you get. And I worked at Talladega Super Speedway, and, and that's one of the best places in the world to watch a race. And, and the way ARCA handles these races, especially like going back to Toledo and things, what I saw for my personal uh, for my own eyes, I mean, the series handles things really well. They really engage with the fans well. And another thing is the, the teams engage well with the fans. We love doing autograph sessions. We love coming to say, you know, hi to you guys and talk to them. When you're at these races, come get an autograph. We usually have autograph sessions at every race. Um, you know, I know last week we had a bunch of fans at the Toledo, you know, autograph session, and, and we ran out of hero cards. We had so many people. So, I mean, get out, meet the drivers. These guys are the future of the sport. Absolutely. These guys are the future of the sport of auto racing in general, of stock car racing. Come meet them. I promise they won't bite. They're great guys. And then you can get a great deal on watching some really good racing. Bring the family. Arca Racing Series presented by Menards. And make sure you're pulling for that number 23 Homestead Excavation Chevy because he's going to be a name one day, and you just wait and see. Well, Man, Jason, I think hey, he's going to be that this year. And, and uh, the way the points, you're right. still the top five in points, and uh, you're not that far out of the lead. And uh, 
things turn around, things happen, and uh, both sides of the fence, and, you know, maybe that good luck will come around to your side, and next thing you know, you'll be second or third or fourth or or even in the lead in the points. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that point, too, and uh, Brett's capable of doing it. We all know that, and it's just a matter of time when he does pull that one win off. Absolutely, absolutely, and we're it, it's hopefully coming sooner than later, and we really feel like it is. We just got to get a little bit of momentum going. And once we do that, I've seen it go through his late model career. We hit these little lulls, and then we hit some really big highs. And I promise you, when those highs come, it's going to be fantastic. The Alabama gang's back, guys. Just wait and see. It's going to be here coming up pretty soon. Well, I love it. thanks so much. And, and I'm going to turn you over. I think Jeff has a question or two for you. And uh, good luck this weekend. We're looking forward to seeing you Saturday at Elko, and we'll be – Definitely track you down, Jason. Absolutely, Mark. You take care, okay? I'll see you this weekend. Thank you. Have safe travels, my friend. You too, brother. Take her away there, Jeff. Uh, hey, go ahead, Jeff. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. It's Jeff. Uh, happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day, Jeff. Hey, getting back to Toledo, your two blown engines. Uh, we'll- between the two blown engines, was the same? Uh, was it related to the same cause of the the blown engine, or was it totally something different in each case? Jeff, it was a very interesting situation that developed last weekend in Toledo. On Saturday, we get to the track and we're running fine, and then we have a rocker arm go out, and that really messed up everything. So we we take apart the engine, we pull it out, we put it put a new one back in. Mwar was fantastic helping us out. You know, they sent guys down. We we got the engine out and the new engine in within a few hours, which, as you guys know, putting an engine in and taking one out is not an easy feat. Um, and then Sunday, uh, we're running well in the race, and we have a valve spring in the same exact cylinder on a different engine um, brake on us. So it was a really rough, awful coincidence that happened last weekend. But that's just how your luck is sometimes, and Last weekend, it just wasn't BHR's day, so um, it was a rocker arm on Saturday in practice and then a valve spring on Sunday during the race, but they were in the same cylinder but on different engines. So it's a very, you know, it's one of those things that you think about and you're like, how did that even happen? That's an awful coincidence, but um, that's what happened. So, you know, we just got to fight back and keep going, and that's all we can do, so Elmore's been great with us, helping us figure out, you know, what happened with the engines and certain things, and they're really, uh, they've been responsive about it and really taking an interest into helping us make sure that problem never happens again because it was very frustrating when we had a very good handling car in Toledo, but the engine just couldn't come through. But the durability of Elmore engines is, is still there. It's just we just had one bad batch, I guess, one weekend. So, We'll move forward, and that's what happens, but uh, we're going to be all right, I think. Now, with the issues, you think you have the issues rectified for the upcoming races, and how soon do you, your engines need to go back to be Ilmore to be refreshed? I think there's a certain many hours or miles that they put on these, then they send them back and refresh them. Yeah, we usually send them back a little bit before that, depending on the schedule. Um, I know after the super speedways, we refreshed our motors after Daytona and then after Talladega. And then we had just had one of those motors refreshed. I can't remember which one. 
one of those motors, I believe the one that went in for the race, was just refreshed and had the issue. So we get them refreshed every, I would say, two or three races. I'm not 100% on that because that's not really my call on the team. But from what I've, you know, picked up on, I believe that's it's every few races depending on – I think it depends really on the team, but we'll – send them back to be refreshed depending on what happens in the race, you know, different things like that. So, um, Elmore does a great job with it. I mean, they really have a hands-on approach with, with all the ARCA teams and, and, you know, when we have a problem on pit road, um, during a race, you know, we have Elmore officials come down and really assist us in what's going on. So Elmore does a great job. I, I still have plenty of faith in it. Well, yeah, I know Elmore. I know when when we're in the pits and someone has an issue with an engine, there's not just one or two guys there. It's a group of five, six, seven guys, you know, trying to diagnose and trying to work out the problems and work with the teams to get these uh, keep these engines going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they do a great job. All right, uh, Jason, I appreciate your time and uh, good luck uh, Saturday in Elko. And uh, I'll right. turn you back over to Rowdy. All right, Jeff, appreciate it. Have hey, more of that. Jason, man, I appreciate you taking time out. I know, sitting back and listening to you, I know why you're on. You do a great job. I appreciate you coming out and spending some time with us. Hey, don't sweat the smile stuff. Two races don't make a season, brother. Y'all just keep going up there to Elko and bring one back. All right, Ratty. Well, I appreciate it. I'm very humbled to be uh, loud on your show, you know, every few weeks when we talk about racing. And, uh, you know, guys, please go out and follow us. Uh, follow Brett Holmes on his Facebook page at Brett Holmes Racing, his Twitter, Brett Holmes 2, um, any social media. We have our new website, www.brettholmes.com. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Southern States Bank and Veterans Oil and Homes 2 Excavation. They do a tremendous amount for us. And uh, we just want to thank all of our fans, our supporters, all the people who are sticking with us through, you know, a little bit of a difficult time we're in right now, all of our supporters back in Alabama, uh, you guys, you know, our friend Tim Despain over there on the pit stop, all, all you guys that, that have faith in us and, and really believe in the Alabama gang, the next generation Alabama gang, we really appreciate you guys, and we'll see you in Elko, and hopefully we can get a W. You guys take care, okay, and happy Memorial Day. Thank you, Jason. Happy Memorial Day. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right, guys. Hey, you know, we do a lot of we what we talk racing fifty two weeks, no fifty weeks out of a year. Is that, is that right? Or fifty two right weeks? No, fifty weeks. Yeah, night. we are. We we give the holidays a little break. Uh, Christmas and New Year's rowdy, but every Monday night. Uh, we're we're talking racing, and uh, we're going to continue to do that, I hope, for a while. And I want to give a shout-out to Tim. Mr. Despain, you're out there listening. Give a call tonight. We'd love to hear from you. He texted me, asked me earlier, was we going to have a show after every Monday night? <laughs> <laughs> it, it come back up, uh, LOL. Well, I hope he's listening. I know he listens occasionally or as often as he can, and uh, we always appreciate it. So I uh, I enjoy his show also, and, uh, uh, yeah, if it wasn't for him, we, we probably wouldn't be doing this right now, would we, Rowdy? No, that's exactly right. And 
I appreciate it. I, I don't think we've let them down, and uh, we're gonna keep it keep keep it real and keep going. Uh, Mark, we got Don Don back on here. He, I think he's got some water weather report from uh, track in Wisconsin now. What you got going on there, Don? It looked pretty. It looked pretty good from radar. You know, you keep your finger off that mute button and quit mute me. <laughs> well, radar, radar. Oh, yeah, you, I, I got the you sent me the radar. I appreciate it, Don. Thanks. Oh, did, uh, you're welcome. Uh, when are they racing up there? Um, they're racing Saturday. Tonight. Oh, they're racing, they're oh, racing, they're racing tonight. tonight. No, oh, they're racing tonight at uh, Stand Speedway in Plover. Oh, okay. All right. They are oh, racing oh, oh. super late models, and I'm not sure what the other divisions are this evening, but uh, I'm sure they'll have a couple support divisions out there, too, and it would be a great show. And I wouldn't mind being there, even with a little rain. What's, uh, is ARCA going to be there Friday and Saturday this week? Yes, no on-track activity on Friday, though, Don. Everything's on track on Saturday. Well, there's a 80% Friday and Saturday's got a 60%. Yeah, it'll get better. It always does as the week progresses. You just got to keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best, huh? That's right. We got Toledo in, and Jeff and I weren't sure that was going to happen, but they did, so... Uh, yeah, uh, Elko, they'll get Elko in, uh, they'll get it dry, they'll run it. it, that race, that race will go quick, that'll be a quick race, because, uh, the size of the track, even though it's 50 laps longer than any of the others, uh, a third mile, uh, those laps will count off, click off quickly, and if there aren't a lot of yellows, and, and there shouldn't be, uh, these are for some of the best professional drivers out there, so, well, we'll see what happens. I wonder well, how you know, all they... Hey, Mark. Yeah, Rowdy. I think we we may have old Tim call in. Well, hey, Tim. Yeah, you've been listening. Hey, Rowdy. I I heard Mark call me out, so I guess I had to call in. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Well, thank you, Tim. Thank you. It's always good to hear from you. Well, thank you very much, Mark. I want to appreciate you and Rowdy and Jeff, everything y'all do for the show and the Speedway Digest Radio Network. Y'all doing a y'all do a great job. Thanks for having Justin Katz on, uh, PR director for uh, uh, Brett Holmes Racing here, uh, just right just right up the road from me uh, in Mumford, Alabama. Brett uh, Brett's doing a great job, y'all. Jason does a great job for him too. I mean, if you listen to it, he did. He was on spot. He hit everything we wanted to hear. You know, they got a little bad yeah. luck, but you know, you know, Tim, two races don't make a show. No, sir, it don't, Rowdy. I mean, you know, two races don't make a show. I mean, you know, just to talk a little bit about the Cup Series. I mean, you know, they've added all these stage races and the points races, the the points for the. Uh, you know, going into the uh, 
the uh, chase there. I mean, you know, uh, that might be something Arkham might want to think about. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, just to throw that out there, uh, I don't know. Uh, but it was a great a great race this past weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway with the uh, with the Coca-Cola 600 there with uh, the number three finally going back to Victory Lane there. Uh, big kudos to Austin Dillon and uh, uh, everybody there at uh, RCR. But they they done a great job. I, uh, I sure did, Dan. That was an awesome win by Ty, or not Ty, but Austin. Uh, it was late, but it was it was an awesome victory for Childers. Yeah, it was, Rowdy. And uh, Mark and Jeff, I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, it was really late. Uh, after they had that rain delay there, I told Suzanne, I said, I'm just, I'm, I can't. I can't stay up. And all the press releases I got were from about 12 a.m. to 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I just couldn't stay up that late. I'm, <laughs> I'm too old, Mark. I'm too old, Mark. Uh, I, I, was, I was with you, Tim. I was in bed. Uh, I knew there was a lot of laughs to go, and uh, it, it, it was just too late for me. I, I had a busy weekend, so, yeah, it caught up with me. Yeah. And, Jeff, I want to get your take on the 600. If I can, Rowdy and Mark, can I jump in there? And I want to hear what Jeff has to talk about the Coke 600, the 27 well, Coke 600 there at Charlotte Motor Speedway. I didn't see a lot of it. You know, I was I was out last night. I ran up to a local drag strip. I've never been to this drag strip We're about 20 miles from my house at Great Lakes Dragway in Wisconsin. When I got home, um, I turned it on. I, I don't know how many – I think they were just finishing the last few. It was like maybe 20 laps in the uh, last segment. Uh, it was basically Truex and uh, Johnson at that time. Um, but I, like, you know, I get up early for work. I had to work today. I worked today, so. And I was asking even Mark because I I must have do I must have fell asleep because I thought there was about 20 laps left in the race. And I knew Truex and those guys were still leading. I think I, like I was talking to Mark. I wasn't sure if it was 20 laps or what. But uh, I must have fell asleep. I thought there was 20 laps left, and I must have fell asleep. And then I woke up around midnight or so, and I looked at my phone to see who won the race, and Austin Dillon won the race. I'm thinking, man, how did he win it? He wasn't even a factor then. And then I had to talk to Mark today to figure out how he won the race. So I didn't get to see that much of the race. Yeah, Jeff, you know, uh, like I said earlier, I'm too old for this when it gets up to that late and when they have a rain delay and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, I just can't stay up. But uh, I want to give a big kudos to Charlotte Motor Speedway, a big shout-out to uh, Austin Dillon and RCR for winning the Coke 600. That was Austin Dillon's first uh, first win in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. And uh, Rowdy and uh, Mark and Jeff, I want to thank y'all for everything y'all do on the Speedway Digest Radio Network. We really appreciate appreciate y'all taking over the ARCA stuff and everything else involved in racing. And, uh, Rowdy, if I can, I want to throw out uh, tomorrow night on the uh, pit stop with Tim Spain and Stephen Wilson we have from uh, Fox Sports 1, uh, Mr. Adam Alexander, who's going to come on. He actually interviewed uh, John Andretti. Last week, uh, you know, John Andretti has been diagnosed with uh, stage four colon cancer. If I can, y'all, I want to sort of promote my show. 
And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we got Adam, Adam Alexander coming on tomorrow night, and he's going to talk with Stephen Wilson and I, uh, Stephen Wilson from com, and uh, myself, and uh, that's going to be a great show tomorrow night. But Rowdy and Mark and Jeff, I want to thank y'all for everything y'all do for the Speedway Digest Radio Network, uh, uh, com, and everything. We really appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jim. Thank you you for the opportunity. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. You're welcome, Jeff. You're welcome, Rowdy. Thank you very much, Mark. And I'm going to jump out of here and let y'all finish up the show. And thank y'all for letting me come on and take time to talk about my show tomorrow. See ya. See ya. Oh, Lord. Uh, I know who that is. Jim, I missed y'all at Talladega. Yeah. What are you doing, bud? How you been? I don't know what in the world happened to y'all at Talladega. I couldn't find y'all anywhere. That was planned, well, probably. It, it might have been. <laughs> no, it, it was not planned. We had a lot going on. We actually done a uh, a live remote from the uh, Monster Engine NASCAR Cup Series garage there. Stephen Wilson was in uh, Richmond, you know, where Stephen's at. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, he was in the studio, and if y'all hear some background noise, that's my neighbor over there with a sound like a table saw. But anyway, uh, yeah, we've done a live show from Dago this past uh, this past few weeks there, and uh, I got to interview uh, Chip Ganassi from, uh, you know, Chip Ganassi that owns uh, the Indy, his Indy cars, and don't let me, I'm not real big on Indy cars, uh, but... Uh, Owns the number 42 of Kyle Larson and the number one of Jimmy McMurray. But, yeah, we did get to interview them. We interviewed uh, Ron Devine from uh, BK Race, and we also interviewed interviewed my good friend from uh, NASCAR.com, Mr. Kenny Bruce. I mean, we had a great time. We had a great time. But What's uh, your, what's, uh, what's ahead, your take on uh Kyle Busch thing? You think they should fire him? I had a feeling if I called in that that was going to come up. <laughs> no. Uh, let me think a minute. Uh, no, I will go ahead and tell you. I mean, you know, uh, NASCAR has uh, has their, uh, what I'm trying to think of, I don't know, uh, with the rule book, with uh, the NASCAR media stuff, uh, you know, Kyle Busch, any driver in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, Truck Series, the Monster Energy Series, they're obligated to go to the media center and talk with the media. And what Kyle Bush said uh, last night after uh, in the post-race interview there at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway after the Coke 600, uh, he didn't go out of the way. If I'm, I don't want to step on any toes. I mean, you know, his comment there, and the video with him picking his nose and slamming the mic down, I mean, you know, that's Kyle Bush. But he he's didn't just, really go. He's a, he's a sore loser is what he is. Yeah, I will agree with that to one extent there, Don. But, I mean, you know, I don't know what Kyle Bush had on his mind when he got off his car there after the Coke 600 last night. I, you know. I don't want to step on any toes, like I said. But what he said uh, after that, I mean, you know, when he went to the media center there at Charlotte, 
I don't agree with what he said, but then again, I'm going to contradict myself. I don't know what he had on his mind after that. And uh, my good friend Bob Parker here at ESPN asked him that question, and that's what stirred all this up. And, you know, Bob Parker said he had a run in with uh, with Kurt Busch a few years back uh, with the media. And I think NASCAR probably needs to step in and let these drivers know that when you're talking to the media or anybody involved in the media, as far as Bob Parker for the ESPN, Tim to Spain with the Pitch Stop Radio, Rowdy Maglite, uh, Mark, or anybody with, uh, with Rowdy Maglite show there, I mean, you know, need to respect the media. And I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't agree with how he handled himself in that uh, post-race interview last night after the Coke 600. But that's Kyle Bush's, you know, y'all have known Kyle Bush forever. I have too. And I asked him a question uh, at Atlanta Motor Speedway uh, two years ago. And Mr. Kerry Thorpe, which was with NASCAR, which is the president of Darlington International Raceway right now. Whenever I raised my hand, Kerry brought him to me, and I thought, oh, Lord, uh, you know, I hope Kyle's not a horse's butt, but he was super nice. But that's just, I don't know how we're going to go. I don't know how NASCAR needs to deal with that, Don. I don't know if I need to find him or what have you, but I'm not going to disagree with the way Kyle acted. And, I, you know, like I said, I'm going con- to contradict myself again. I don't know what his attitude was when he got out of that car. So I'm going to get him. I'm going to give Kyle a, uh, you know, 50-50 go there on that, and we can see what he has to say in the future there uh, following an incident incident there at the Coke 600 last night at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. Thank you, Don. Hey, Tim, I appreciate you coming on. and happy Memorial Day. All right, Raddy. Thank you very much. And thank y'all. Thank you and Mark and Jeff and Don for all y'all do for the network. And uh, I'll talk to you later, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you. Tell happy Suzanne Memorial Day. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to bring wow, Todd in Hey, with that. We've had two great guests already. Kind of wait, hanging out, waiting on another one to come in. But we got Todd uh, called in, and I want to get to Todd before everything got headed south. How are we doing tonight, Todd? I'm doing good here. Should be getting ready for Pocono, Todd. Oh, you're not kidding, buddy. I am so superly excited. It's unreal. Well, I know the feeling, Todd, because Jeff and I are getting pretty excited about going to to Elko uh, this coming weekend, and uh, we've never been there before. So nothing like going to a new racetrack, is it? No, and, and, you know, Continue never been there. Um, I'm leaving that Thursday night at midnight to be down there early to find where I got to be, get things taken care of so I, I can get into the track and get there. Um, I think for me the greatest feeling is being a team member 
and going and helping these fine gentlemen out in any way possible that I can. And that just kind of, you know, gets that adrenaline just a rushing, and it don't stop. Uh-huh. Well, Todd, there's no telling what you're going to be doing because you could be, at the end of the race, you could be taking tires off of a, of a race car and giving them back to somebody else and putting his old scuffs back on. I've done that before <laughs> after a race. Hey, it's a, it's a lot of fun, but it gets hard at the end of the night. About 11.30, 12 o'clock in Kentucky when they run a night race, you're, you're pretty much loaded, ready to go take a shower. And you're ready for a shower because the garage opened at 8 o'clock that morning. That makes yeah. for a day. I, I don't know. Um, I still have to make my uh, phone call and um, let them know I'm going for sure and I'm not missing it for nothing. Um, my vehicle this coming week, I go through it with a fine-tooth comb, make sure everything's up to par and ready to go so I have no issues. But if I do have an issue, I do have a backup plan, which is ready to go. Um, so, I I mean, I, I'm just so over-thrilled. It's just beyond recognition. Well, Mark? And Jeff, they're headed to Elko this weekend to the Arthur race up there. So, uh, what's the windshield time for you, Mark? Uh, I think it would be about six some hours, and after I pick up Jeff, it's about four and a half hours. Yeah, so. <laughs> How about yep. you, Todd, from your your driving time to uh, Pocono? From here to Pocono is six hours. Okay. It's probably close to the same amount of mileage that we're doing, Todd. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going early considering I've got to find everything. I want to be there, like, when that trailer opens and um, to be there from when the team is there from start to finish. You know, I just, I want to be right there beside them from start to finish so I don't miss a thing. Well, we're looking forward to you reporting about your weekend uh, that Monday evening after the show. So take lots of notes, uh, mental and written, and uh, pictures, and get your autographs. And we want to hear all about it, Todd. Oh, oh, oh yes, um... Matter of fact, I even got a power pack to take with me for my phone so I can make sure I'm getting plenty of pictures. Um, And matter of fact, when I do, Rowdy will be tagged into them. Chinatown, Mark, I sent you a friend request um, so I can tag people in them. Well, you know what? I got behind on those, Todd, and I apologize, and uh, I'll... I'll have to check that out, and I'll definitely uh, pick you up on that request. That That's fine. I figure you're a busy man, so um, 
I wouldn't call it busy, Todd. It's just uh, <laughs> I don't I don't always check uh, th- that part of the Facebook, and and I, I need to be more uh, diligent about that. So my apologies, and uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll be able to hook up that way, buddy. No problem. Hey, I was trying to make it sound good for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all the information I can get, and all the racing information I can get from anybody, I appreciate. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll take care of that little little hitch, Todd, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get it hooked up. And Rowdy, as soon as my package comes, um, I am going to announce it on Facebook. Um, I want to look proper for the picture, and I'm gonna on go. Facebook. I'm gonna let the uh, cat out of bag. Then Tim kind of drew it out of me last week, so they they know what I'm up to. So I, I, I'm just looking forward to it. I said, well, I've got one more radio show before the race, and when that happens, I know that. That Monday night, um, my vehicle will be up and ready. My uniform will be up and ready, and I'll be packed and ready to go ahead of time. So I don't forget nothing. <laughs> well, it sounds you, like you're already getting yeah. ready, Todd. So uh, good for you. I know the feeling. Make sure you take some rain wear there, because it's almost guaranteed it's going to be mist and some rain. Yeah, that area is well known for it, and uh, um, if you take it, so out, I, it won't come. Well, that's that's <laughs> what I'm hoping, you know. I, I figure, you know, oh. I got those hooks in my little back windows, so I figure if I hang the rain gear up there, it can keep it away. Yeah, oh, go overkill, because if you overkill, it'll never happen. I'm taking the rubber boots, too. Well, you know, uh, unfor- you know, Mark, I'd say, unfortunately, we've been to a few rains and rain outs, but we just hop up in Josie and sit around and talk racing for three, four hours. Uh, that's one of the reasons I got her, Rowdy, is, yeah, we can have a little comfort and be out of the weather and uh, <clears throat> enjoy ourselves and uh, watch the world go by sometimes. Uh, boy, we, we waited out a couple of long rainouts in the past year, Rowdy, between uh, the Snowball Derby and, and last Talladega. So, yeah, we've had a little experience with it. It's not fun, but we make the best of it. Well, Josie makes it a lot more comfortable and interesting anyway. That's for sure, Rowdy, and I appreciate it. And uh, I, I, I know it's uh, she's a she's a special little deal, and uh, hope to have her for a few years more and take her keep taking her to the races. Jeff, and by the way, a few hours. Go ahead, Todd. And by the way, gentlemen, happy Memorial Day. Thank you, Todd. Happy Memorial Day to you. It, it's a special race weekend, but it, we have to remember why we're having this special race weekend. And 
and thank those who have sacrificed for us. That's well, right. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here tonight. And that's so very one, true. one of the beauties of the power of free speech, and I don't know, do we need to be edited? I don't think we're that bad, are we? Nah, we're out. Uh, we're, uh, well, then it's not where you at, I guess. We watch our language, and we don't pick on anybody, and we're pretty neutral, and uh, yeah, how, how can you mess with racing? Uh you know what? We, we we keep it in a nice even keel, and that's the way it's supposed to stay. Well, we're trying to stay there anyway. I, we might pick our nose. Just get <laughs> Yeah, well, Don, the difference between you and I picking our nose while we're doing the show is nobody's seen us do it but the person in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Don's one of those get down to the bare bones question askers. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I about decided when uh Dale Junior retires this year, I think I'm gonna just start pulling for Kyle Bush. I'll be his only fan. Well, you know, Rowdy and I talked about a little earlier today uh, the situation and uh uh you know what? It is what it is. That's Kyle Busch. Oh, uh, I don't think you're ever going to really change things. Uh, uh, his brother didn't mature, but I keep true. waiting for him to explode again, too. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, uh, he's too talented of a driver to not let him. You know, they're prima donnas in some way or some ways, and. Uh, he just finished driving, you know, 600 miles, 400 laps. Uh, it was a little hot. Uh, he had to do a rain delay, uh, all that good stuff, and he had just lost a race to a fuel mileage issue. So I can yeah. understand maybe uh, his being irked. I just don't appreciate the way he showed it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Well, he does a lot for our all racing. So we we uh, have to take the good and the bad, unfortunately. Darn, did somebody die? Do we need to do a head count? <laughs> we, had a, we had a little serious sound effect there. I don't know what happened. I didn't well, fart. Well, my- well, Mark, what you got on your mind for this coming weekend? I mean, you, when do you plan on being Saturday morning? Well, Saturday morning we're leaving early. Uh, I'm picking Jeff up around 7 or so just north of Rockford, Illinois, and uh, the Illinois-Wisconsin border, and we'll be heading Minnesota north. And uh, we'll be there late morning, and uh, we'll stop. We'll get ourselves a little breakfast probably. We have to have some nutrition and uh We've been lucky in our breakfast spots the past few races, so maybe we'll continue that uh, good luck on. So, uh, but yeah, we're uh, we'll, we'll be leaving early, and then weather permitting, 
uh, will probably be at a race Friday night uh, locally. It's a 94-lap memorial race for Frank Welch at Grundy County Speedway, and that's just down the road from us. And we get out there, we'll probably visit an old friend of mine, uh, Bill Quinn, and uh, uh, we'll get together and watch the races and uh, get home, get a little sleep, and leave early the next morning. Well, yeah, yeah, what uh, you hadn't covered where y'all went this past weekend either, you and Jeff. Jefferson Speedway. Had we been there before? No, I said we hadn't covered that tonight, being at Jefferson Speedway. Y'all no, we, you know what, Rowdy, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it's that language problem you and I have. You talk southern, I talk I, northern. <laughs> no, we haven't talked about it. Uh it was it was a good race, Rowdy. Uh the uh uh I got the top ten rundown. Uh of course we know Ty Majeski won the race. Uh Dalton Zier uh finished uh second. Casey Johnson put in a nice race to to finish third. Paul Schaefer Jr., who lives uh, in shops or just down the road from where I live, uh, finished fourth. Ricky Baker, a local from the area, our area, uh, finished fifth. Uh, Jonathan Island from Minnesota finished sixth. Austin Nason, uh, Rockford regular, finished seventh. Matt Kokorik finished eighth, first car lap down. And the rest of the field was at least one lap down. Michael Ostek finished ninth, and Jim Sauters Jr. finished 10th. Uh, 14 cars were running at the end of the checkered flag, and seven cars were on the lead lap at the end of the race. That was a really neat-looking neat track y'all was at, uh, Mark. Uh, uh, its nickname yeah. Wisconsin's Action Track, and uh, uh, Ty had the field covered. There's, there's no doubt about it, but from... Uh, uh, all the positions back were so hard fought, Rowdy, and side by side, and multiple laps to get by a car, and uh, if you could get by a car, and uh, I'm, I'm sure that the they they held check on their tempers and did a marvelous job in racing, and uh, I enjoy it. It's it's one of my favorite race tracks. I have a I have a weak passion for quarter mile high bank tracks, and that's one of them, and. Uh, it's a great place to see, just a nice place. Uh, it's in the middle of the cornfields of Wisconsin, just outside Madison, and uh, just a neat, neat little track. And uh, we'll be going back, won't we, Jeff? I would think so, sometime this year, probably later in the year. Uh, there's a good possibility. We have a Tundra race up there, and that's always a possibility. We'll see what else is conflicting with those dates. Uh, uh and they always have a great season-ending September special that, that's a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get another chance to get back out there, Rowdy. It's uh, it's one of my little favorites, and, uh, you know, it's it's not that bad of a drive, and uh, it's good racing. And benefits of where y'all guys live, you're right in the heartfelt of racing. Thank uh, we're, yeah, you know what, Rowdy, we've talked about that before, and uh, Jeff and I are real lucky to be positioned where we're positioned because within three hours we could be in over 100 different racetracks, drag strips, dirt tracks, asphalt, ovals, you name it, we can get to it, road courses. So 
Between Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, and Wisconsin, we just have so much racing up here. Yeah, that uh, we we are really lucky, and you know what? Jeff and I try to take advantage of it best we can, too, Rowdy. I, I say I need to move up there after the Talladega race and come home. <laughs> not, not home, but south, on south, farther south for the winter. <laughs> yeah, you spend your summers down. up here and your winters down where it's always warm. So uh, I don't, I don't blame you for that, Rowdy. Uh, we uh, get used to it, I guess you could say. Uh, not that we like it, but. Uh, you 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 adapt. Yeah, you you, you have to. Adapt. I, I want to adapt. I'm ready. I'm ready, Je- Jeff. I'm ready to get. I mean, I I've been studying the RV, the motorhome now for about six months. You'd be well, you and Diane would be perfect for being gypsies on the road, Rowdy. I'd like it. <laughs> I would like it. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I would like it too. Hopefully, hopefully, in about eight more years, I could do it. Well, wow. you may be able to get an RV before that, and uh, just. You know, just use it as much as you can and then be ready for when you can use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely or, before uh, that. Get one, trade get, off, and get another one. So when you're ready to go travel, you have exactly what you need, and you'll, you'll know. You give yourself a little time to know what you want and want to have. Yep. Well, what did y'all think about the 500 there, the Indianapolis 500? Let's Let's cover that. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the race. I saw a good part of it. I saw more of it than I did the 600, and uh, uh, it was an interesting race. Uh, semi-surprise winner, I guess. Uh, at least in my books, it was. And uh, uh, but I, I said something to Ann about 40 laps from the end. I said, you know what? He seems to have a really strong car. He's able to pass. So uh, <laughs> that's what happened. He he. Uh, he made a nice move, and uh, uh, congratulations to to Kama Soto. Apuno Matata, that was his name. Yep, you could be right, Don. I could be wrong. I was guessing on his name, but uh, he he well he he deserved the win. He uh, he did what he needed to do, and he did it at the right time. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Right. Scott Dixon took a heck of a heck of a yeah. He took a It it was a better race. I'm sorry to say, but uh, IndyCar oval races are better than almost NASCAR oval races nowadays. And at the speed they're doing it at, side by side, nose to tail like that. yeah, big stones, guys. There's some big stones out there. Well, Mark, you, me and you saw one of the best races ever in any car race at Chicagoland Speedway when he used to run out there. We saw him run three wide 
for not one or two laps at a time, but they were going 10, 15, 20 laps at a time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It it was. Probably the best race I've seen at Chicago and bar none. And they don't race there no more. No. They didn't get the crowds. And and you wonder why, because the racing was excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, you should know. And you, you you've been to enough to know excellent racing. Uh, they were averaging around 217, 218 miles an hour, three wide, nose to tail, uh, multiple groups uh, throughout the the race. Uh, lead changes all the time, position changes all the time. I think the race that Jeff and I witnessed at the time was the closest one, two, three finish in IndyCar history. It was a it was great finish. I, I'm, but jumping back what Jeff was talking about the wreck, man, I tell you what, I read this wreck a lot. You know, a lot of luck played into that accident, if you can call it luck. Well, Rowdy, one of the things that jumped into my head after witnessing that accident was as violent as it looked, ten fifteen minutes after it happened. They were interviewing Scott Dixon outside the medical center in the infield at Indianapolis. But I thought a couple weeks earlier that a wreck that, although it was violent, was nowhere near as violent as as what we had just witnessed with Eric Almirola at Kansas. And here are the poor guys out 8 to 12 weeks because of back injuries. So you just never know. You just never know. It, yeah, uh, Scott Dixon's a lucky man to walk away from that situation. Uh, but it also shows the uh, the integrity of the uh, the tub for the Indy cars that they've built and designed, you know, for those impacts. Uh, uh, did its job. Exactly. Mark. Uh, they, looking at the tapes, there was all kinds of scenarios that could have made for a worse situation than it was. Inches this way, inches that way. Uh, uh, you know, if, if he'd come down two seconds later, he and Helio had probably hooked up. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just amazing how quick and what went on in that fractions of seconds of that wreck. Yeah. Well, just got to be ready. And at them, them high speeds, there's not a whole lot of reaction time. No, there's not. And uh, uh, Jeff and I witnessed IndyCar racing live at a couple of different racetracks. And uh, uh, on a mile track, uh, when they used to run at the Milwaukee Mile, uh, things happen real, real fast on a mile track with those cars. And... Uh, uh, before you know what the race is over, because they 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 clip off laps real real quick at Milwaukee, don't they, Jeff? Oh, they sure do. For a mile course, it just the race is over before you know it. Yeah. And, and you know, Cam talked about earlier about a point system with ARCA. Hey, listen, you know that's what I like about ARCA. You got to be on the wheel from the time the green flag drops. For the time the checkered strokes, 
You ain't got time to sit back there and lay back on 500 laps like that. They lay back on 400 laps, 400 miles, and lay back one race to last. Hey, I think the point system's really brought some good, better racing. Don't y'all got it? I don't see anything necessarily wrong with the ARCA system, and I think anything probably could be improved or tweaked, Rowdy, but uh, as far as stage racing and stage points, I don't think that fits in with the ARCA mold as much because of the distance of the races. They're just not as long. Uh, You know, they're they're usually a little even shorter than... uh, than the Xfinity Series race, so uh, the stages just doesn't seem to fit in as, as well with them as it does with uh, with NASCAR. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Mark. I just don't think the the length of the races for the ARCA is they're not long enough to do the stages. I don't think. But I think they uh, could probably tweak their point system. But you know, their point system as it sets right now. I've, I've got the top five, uh, Austin Therio, Dalton Sargent, Shane Lee, Gus Dean, and Brett Holmes and Riley Herbst are tied for fifth. Now, there's a 300-some point difference, 200-some point difference between Brett and Riley and, and Austin. So, Austin has a couple bad races. Brett has a couple good races. Nick, next thing you know, you know, Brett's right up there and... Uh, Gus Dean started bad, and uh, look where he's at. He's up to fourth in points, and anything can happen. So, uh, yeah, we it's who survives that summer helter-skelter we're about to have. We're running a race every week or every other week, and we're going from the big tracks to the short tracks to the dirt tracks. So from uh, from June through August, it's, it's a tour all its own and uh, survival of the fittest and uh, – we're about to see who's about to do that. And you can really tell how that looks at Kentucky. If you want to see the wear and tear on a car, show up at Kentucky Speedway because there's only one more. That's race number 19. Isn't that correct? Oh, Rowdy, they not leave, just the wear and tear on the cars. You can see the wear and tear on the crews, too. They're starting to wear down. Uh, the season's oh, yeah. over. They can that they're going to get a little break and a little uh, it, it's it's 24-7 when you're racing and uh, uh, yeah the, you can you can see it in their faces by the end of that end of the season at, at Kentucky well it, when you get those uh, dirt tracks with Springfield and then hit on over to the coin it, I believe there's one race in between that this year, isn't there, Mark? There is, Rowdy, and, you know, give me a second and I'll have it for you. I just remember Barry, I just, And I just remembered it. It's Elkhart Lake. It's the Road America Road Course. So they leave there and go do a road course and then come back. You know, dirt, road, dirt. Yeah, I was going after that. I know we talked about that last week. August 20th, and then August 27th, they're at uh, Road America at Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, along with the Xfinity Series doubleheader that day for us. 
And then the following weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend, they're in Decoin at the State Fair. Well, it was a great weekend there, wasn't it, Mark? Oh, I'm looking forward to another one, Rowdy. How about you? I hope you make it again. It was awesome. I'm going to try my best to make Springfield. I know I want to do Springfield. Well, Jeff and I plan being in Springfield. Uh, I don't know if Jeff's going to go to the coin or not, uh, but we're going to, yeah, we're going to be down in Springfield. So we'll, uh, we've got a few races we're going to be able to hook up this summer. Well, hey, let's uh, take us a small break, and uh, I think we're waiting on one guest to call in. He's he's a, actually he's racing right now, so we're giving him a few more minutes, and let's play this. You got it, Rowdy. He was on the third bushwhacker. We had the floor of Bam Lounge. Soaking in the virtues of the South Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Taped after those white sugar strands To the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air He had his voice rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth Like an old time revival His old spirits gave him wings this is the promise and it's one of the hardest things in me If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones If you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows If you ever scream war ego, we got our rolls down tight You've been That y'all have down here Smoky days and dreamland ribs Washed down when I was gold beer Can't first place in Montgomery And you know he saw the light Can't nothing like those sweet magnolia nights It's the tight curves of a southern girl In those town day nights Alabama gang from Hewittown A rocket city ride
going to let Don say the wrong tide, and I'm going to say Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, it's uh, go go Auburn. Go Auburn. We, we don't we we don't talk football. Oh yeah, everything's straight here. That's right, Dan. Everything's great. We have too many rivalries in racing to deal with That's outside right. rivalries. Rivals that are that are. All messed up in the head and can't drive, and one one runs out of gas when they uh, win the race, and one couldn't figure out why he couldn't catch him, and I don't know. He's taking over. Well, Don, what's your next? That's that's what? called racing, Don. You know what? You 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 just that's don't right. know until that checkered flag falls, and uh, that's right. Weird hey. weird things happen sometimes, and last night was a good example of that. Dale, Dale Jr. four years ago run out, come to the checkered flag right there off turn four at the 600. Yeah, and Happy Harvick got lucky and won that yeah, day. Har- Har- Harvick snuck by him. So, yeah, it's, you know, there you go, Don. It's it's just the, uh, it's just the way it is. That's right. That's the way it goes. next what arc of race. Well, uh, let me say they go to Elko, then they go to where, Pocono? Yeah. Now, what's your next ARCA race? Uh, well, uh, according to you, it might be Michigan. Well, you, went, <laughs> you missed you missed the Peterson bandwagon, didn't you? <laughs> I'll come down there and sneak in the trunk. Might be Michigan. Let me see. You're saying something about Springfield. Uh, uh, we could we could go to Pocono. You know, that's the big hit. You know, you told me last night Mark, we get. Mark, Jeff, Don, Don's the one that needs to buy the motorhome so we can go hang out with him. That's right. You know what, Dan? He's got all- get yourself a nice unit. We'll help pay for the gas. You just come pick us up, and then we'll hit all these races up north, okay? You can be our oh, yeah, designated driver. That's right. Yeah. I'm a I, like I, like, I like beer. Well, then, then make me the designated driver. I can't have it, so uh, I'll, I'll be more than happy to do it, buddy. So oh. it sounds like you're going to need a, a deer-catching grill on the front of that RV. <laughs> well, yeah, he's out there looking for people from Mississippi. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Come on, let's talk. Let's all pick up I'm people from Mississippi now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, can you believe that I'm gonna wind up with me a check in my hand this next week? Really, Dad? For what? They they totaled my Tahoe. That's what happens when you go to Talladega. You get your, your That's Tahoe. That's what happens when you go to Hey, you win money. It's like gambling. You win money when you leave Talladega. You just got to know how to do it. You just got to know how to do it. You don't get the law involved, and then you go lie to the insurance company, and they believe you, and they're going to write me a check. Hey, Don, next time go Facebook Live with that. I will. 
I will. That way you, you got better yet, yeah, don't let them be next time, Dad. Yeah, I'll allow. Yeah, oh, I, I've learned a lesson. I've been nice to him. You know, I just, I just played and told him I've just saved your butt from getting a DUI and uh, um, going to jail. Yeah, I've been nice to him. You know. Yeah. I could care less. I knew I had insurance. I knew it wasn't my fault. You know. Yep, yeah, but, well, you just never know how these situations turn on you, Dan, so, you know, cover your butt. You got to. Yeah, that's it. Especially when they've been drinking. Yeah, uh, yeah that's right, Jeff. Of, uh, we've been somebody I knew, you know, we just had it out right in the middle of the highway, you know. But, uh, you know, it's all going to work out. Yeah, well. When we're going back to the Autobahn, let's talk about the Autobahn just a minute before we get there. Autobahn Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com. The league's already started, so man, you can't race in the league, Don. Oh, that ain't ever been. That's it's a pretty awesome place, guys. This, if we go get to Talladega again together, we need to go over there and hang out and at least do two, two races because it takes you. The first one gets you ready for the second one. <laughs> yeah. We can't go back and do what we did before. We race, for, we we race for free though. You know, it costs us forty dollars to do it now. It's worth every penny of it though, Don. Oh, it is. It is. Hey, it's it's you, better driving an ARCA car. You're getting a check next week. What are you worried about? Hey, yeah. that's a thank you, Jeff. Yeah, you're getting the check, I might buy me a race car. You should be, you should be, you should be buying all for all, for all of us with a check. I might do that. Hey, I think you didn't go and get that motorhome, guy. Yeah, it needs to have three bucks. Do something. Yeah. We'll let you have the Yeah, you don't need to be there. sleeping in the front seat of a car any longer, Don. You know, live a little. Get yourself an RV. Stretch out. Get some decent night's sleep. All right. Hey, don't don't be tempting me. I'll roll in about a $500,000 one in October. You never know. Well, if you do, I'll be the first to congratulate you, Don. <laughs> oh no! If it no, it'd be it'd be something about what uh, somewhere in between what Rowdy's got and what Dale's got. That more, work. More on, the, more on the Rowdy side. Woo! I go towards the Dale side, I think. <laughs> well, hey, oh. 
No, no disrespect, good friend. Disrespect at all. Don's single. He can afford that. Well, you know, when when my when my uh, real money gets here, I'll have more women than you you to hold a stick at. You know, they find oh, out Lord. I've got shut, a little bit. Of they'll have to shut. They'll have to shut the internet down. That's right. Will they will they put him in internet police? Thought you know jail. <laughs> Don, have you ever been in Facebook jail? No, no, I've never been shut down. It happens. It happens to a lot of folks. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does, you know. More than once, unfortunately, you think they'd learn. Sometimes it's not their fault, though. They're a little picky sometimes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. But, you know, they kind of have to be. Yep. Well, we're kind of thinking Ty Majeski's going to be uh, available here in about five minutes, guys. We, we, we're fixing to find out. And oh, we're, we're ready to talk to Mr. Actually, Majeski. You know what? He's we actually need- right Hey, Jeff, I want to hear more about those dragsters you saw the other night at uh, Great Lakes. You saw some pretty neat machines the other night, didn't you? That was great, man. These jet these jet engine dragsters and stuff like funny cars. and Oh, man, it was unbelievable. The, the flames they shoot out of these cars doing over almost 300 miles an hour down out there. It was unbelievable. What uh, how is the facility itself? I I've been there, but it's been probably forty years, Jeff. So what what's the how's the facility itself uh, look like to you? It's old, but I think they have looks like they're putting up some new buildings. Um, they had this place called like the General Store, which they had merchandise in there. I just stuck my head in there to look and see what was in there. It seemed like a brand, brand new building, basically. I also saw another building going up. Um, it's an older facility, but I think they're making some improvements. Um, I was really surprised when I talked to the guy the other night. I'm like, what do you do? Just run uh, Saturday nights? He's no, we run Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. They run like five nights a week out there. Uh, it's, it's one of the oldest facilities in the country, if not the oldest facility. Um, we're going to have to have him on the show one night and talk to him about it. But uh, it's an older facility, but it's, they're making some improvements, it looks like. Well, it just goes to prove to everybody out there listening that Rowdy Maglite Racing will go to all and any yeah. race just We're to there. cover it. So, uh, uh, Jeff, thanks for doing that the other night. That was great. We need to get to another drag strip with together one of these nights and uh, – Maybe we can do Joliet and see the NHRA uh, when they come blowing into town. Yeah, and if, if we're not doing anything on Labor Day, then you just go out to uh, Great Lakes on Dragway because that's another probably a three-day weekend special show they have. Um, 
So, yeah, it was all types of cars last night, funny cars, dragsters, old dragsters. I don't know if Rowdy posted any of those, but old straight-wheel dragsters. Pictures were great, Jeff. Thank you. I I appreciated them as much as Rowdy, I think. So, uh, no, it, it it looked like a lot of fun. And you know, the neat thing about the drag races is uh, your general admission ticket also allows you to go into the pits and see them working on the cars. Unlike uh, the oval track uh, brethren, uh, where you uh, need to have a a special purpose uh, pass to get into the the, the pit area. Uh, the NHRA race at uh, at Chicago, you uh, you can watch uh, walk right up and watch them work right on John Force's car. So, yeah, it's it's kind of neat, and uh, I hope we get a chance to do that, Jeff. Well, we'll see what our schedule is. If nothing conflicts, we'll be there. Yeah, it's pretty neat. To we'll see if we have any conflicts of interest. When you're standing yeah. beside those things, they fire off. It was really funny when I was oh. trying to take those pictures with the jet engines. I didn't have any earplugs. So I had my finger in one ear. Then I had my my shoulder up to my other ear trying to videotape these dragsters <laughs> taking off because they were so loud. <laughs> and I didn't want to run and get my earplugs because I was going to miss everything. Well, uh, no, the the shots you got were really great, and uh, looking forward to getting a live show. And uh, yeah, speaking of live shows, we get to get to new track, Jeff, and that doesn't happen real often next week. And uh, I'm looking forward to Elko. How about you? I'm looking forward too. Uh, new track. That'll be two weeks in a row for me getting to a new track. So, two weekends in a row, new track. Um, yeah, go ahead, rub that in now. Yeah, I'm going to. Don't worry. I'm trying to keep up with you, Mark, you know. I'm trying to keep Mark, up with myself. Uh, this will be number 129 this uh, weekend at Elko. So, uh, yeah, and uh, number 130 will probably be Joliet when we go to the dirt races at the end of the month. Yeah. Hopefully I can get to those. I'll be there with one of these times, if not this time or later in the year, for sure. Some people do well, have we, to work, you know. If if and when we get to the dirt track at, uh, at Joliet, at least for me, that'll make it the trifecta. So I'll bend to all three of the the facilities out there: the uh, the uh, big oval track, the drag strip, and the uh, the dirt oval. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting out there, and I hope you uh, we get you out there too. Yeah, we'll have to get out there for the drag races too. I got to get. I haven't been to either the drag strip or the uh, dirt track out there, so. Well, that's two nice new tracks close by. So hopefully you'll get be able to take advantage of that, buddy. Yeah. Well, how we do it, Rowdy? I'm gonna jump over here and, and uh, see if we can get tired of. Give us the answer here real quick if they're done or not, okay? Well, Rowdy, you get a hold of Ty, and Jeff and I will hold down the fort. Don, Don, you still online? I'm still here. So you're... Maybe maybe Ty Dillon will uh, be able to talk to us. Uh Uh-huh. Not Ty Dillon. That's Ty Majeski. Oh. 
Well, Rowdy lied to me. It's supposed to be Brad <laughs> last week. Now he said Ty Dillon this week. Good Lord. Man, I'll be happy to talk to Carl Long. Well, Red, I'll tell you what. That would be quite the scoop we had Ty Dillon for the – the show this week, Don, but now it's time of Jeske. But you know what? This tie might be as good as uh, the tie-in uh, racing right now, if not better, and uh, we'll be able to say we interviewed him before he would get big. That's right, before he takes over Kyle's right? There you go. Somebody's got to, and it might as well be Mr. Majeski. Yeah. He'll be taking no, over. No, there's a lot of young talent out there right now uh, in the in the trucks and in the Xfinity series, and uh, things are going to open up and cup because uh, unfortunately these older guys are going to get pushed out at the end of their contracts, and uh, they want this younger blood. Yeah, it's it's not like it used to be. The drivers are retiring, you know, in their 40s and early 50s. You know, where some of them were were racing up in their 60s. You know. Oh, Marcus! So not even the trucks. Marcus! Not even the trucks and the cup. Look at the Arca series. The young guys there, and even look at these super late models. Look who we had, look who we had on last week. Fourteen-year-old kid. What in the world? Is... That's Rowdy calling. We're trying to get time adjusted. It's time. Yep. I don't think hey, we're Rob. getting Ty. Ty? He was on the phone. Maybe. I don't know what happened. Maybe Roddy's got him. That could be, Jeff. You're right. I'm hoping that's what it is. Had already hung up. Or we, or there was, yeah, or it was voicemail or whatever the case may be. Uh, But hopefully we got a hold of them, and uh, Rowdy's got them on the uh, the line right now. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. So while we wait for Rowdy, we'll just continue on about Don buying an RV and being able to go to all these races. Taking us with him. You still there, Don Dan? Oh yeah, I'm still here. I'm looking up RV. <laughs> so are you now? Are you stuck driving the Mustang now? Oh no, no, no! I've got, I got five vehicles, man. <laughs> Jeez. I know and you don't have an RV yet. You got to add something to this collection, Don. Yeah, I need to. You know, I've got a, I've got, the, I've got the, I've got that Tahoe, that Mustang. I've got a, a 2000 Jeep Wrangler, and I've got a, a 92 uh, Chevrolet pickup, four wheel drive, and then uh, 
I've got a um, about a '94 um, S10 with a V8 in it. All drivable, I take it. Oh yeah, and then and then a boat, then a boat and a, um, a sea dude. Wow. Well, you need to get rid of the boat and the sea dude and buy the RV. There you uh, go. Can't get, can't get rid of the boat. I got a classic. But uh. No, Get an I, RV that can pull it behind the R, you know, pull the boat behind the RV, I, Dan. That's an idea. <laughs> Rowdy, better get this guy on the line quicker. We're going to have you buying a bunch of stuff, Don, and, <laughs> and you'll blame us for the game of Jeff and I. Yeah. Don, why why you sitting there got a good story? Tell us about one of the, uh, your and Wayne's road trips. Pick one. Oh, good gracious. Uh, Roddy, did you get time? Trying to think. Oh, here I, we go. I, here we I go. I called and left a minute. I had uh, Let's give him five minutes had, and we'll go. Uh, All right. All righty. I had, I went with Wayne. Uh, I had had a um, a cyst cut out of my back, uh, and I left. I left and went with Wayne. Uh, I went with him to Berlin. And we went uh, somewhere else. So we went over to New Jersey, and we left New Jersey, and uh, we're riding along. We're riding along down the interstate. People start blowing horn at Wayne. Wayne's just over there driving, you know. Uh, man. We're in the holler? People sure are friendly yeah, up here, you know. He's, he's driving along again. People are waving, blowing their horn. Wayne's, Wayne's waving. They sure are friendly up here. Wayne Wayne looks around and has a uh, looks around. We got a flat on the trailer. You know, okay, we pull over. Yeah, we had a flat on a... Uh, on the big trailer, we had a flat, and we were missing a whole wheel and axle and drum. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we we limped down we limped down the road to some fireplace uh, and to get that fixed. And then I was supposed to get on a um, Greyhound bus uh, and, and Indianapolis go go to Nashville to the doctor. And lo and behold, that put us behind. So um, I ended up having to jump on an airplane at uh, Columbus, Ohio, and fly to Nashville. Wow. And, uh, that was that. You know, I, the stories stories go on and on, you know. Uh, you wouldn't want to ride with him but once. Because he'll scare you half to death. You'll be white <laughs> Well, guys, hey, you know, he said he, if, he, if, if he could call at 730, he would call in. If not, he'd be racing, so I, I guess he's he's racing. Uh, Don, what you got to close the show on there, man? Oh, well, I don't know, you know. It's just uh, we had a real good weekend to watch racing, you know. Um, got 1,100 miles in yesterday. You know, and uh, that's right. Maybe maybe Wayne's group will do all right this week. 
if uh, Con will get get it straight how to drive and not wreck everybody like he did last week. But uh, you, on, you know, so out there, everybody can follow you on social media. The Don Don. Uh, I'm under Don Whit. Uh, can't miss me. I got a I got a picture of Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s car on there. I'm not hard to find. And uh, you know, if nothing happens, if um. The Rowdy Mobile will pick me up where I meet up with it. Something I'll see y'all in Michigan. All right, Don. We'll see you in Michigan, man. Yep, yeah, if, if you remember to pick me up. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll work it out. Jeff, right. what about you, man? How are you going to close the night out? Um... I'm looking forward to, for Elko this weekend for the ARCA race, uh, the shortest track of the, of the year, but the longest race of the year lap-wise. Uh, it should be a good race uh, on a quarter-mile high-bank track with these uh, bigger cars, bigger than super late models. And also, uh, I'd like to give a remembrance to uh, today is Memorial Day, all the people who sacrificed their ultimate sacrifice for us to do what we do. And thanks for all the other people who are serving, the men and women, and the, the families of all the people out there, the service people out there that we give a remembrance to. Thank you, Jeff. Mark? I'm here, Rowdy, and uh, I uh, basically Jeff took the words out of my mouth. Uh, it, it's It's when he said families of the service people, well, that's Jeff. Uh, his his son's in the Navy, and uh, he will be deploying shortly. So I know that's uh, weighing on their minds, and uh, hopefully he'll be safe. And safe travels, Matt. We're thinking about you often. Your dad's always happy to tell me stories about what you're up to. So, uh, yeah, it's Memorial Day, and uh, let's remember what it's here for. And uh, it's not just for the great racing we saw all weekend, but a very special uh, reason we have Memorial Day, and, and, and it's well-deserved. So thanks, everybody. Uh, it's been great. Uh, till next week, uh, when we give you a little report on what happened at Elko and uh, our road trip, uh, hopefully no surprises, and uh, have a great what's left of the weekend, and have a safe week, and we'll see you all at Elko. Look for Jeff and I. Rowdy, you have a good Memorial Day, too, buddy. I'm going to. My granddaughter just got here, so it's uh, it's going to be all good tonight. Uh, hey, I'm like uh, Jeff. I appreciate it, man. Tell you, son, we appreciate what he has done and what he's doing for our country. And happy Memorial Day. You know, I personally, I thank everybody that we come in contact with has lost somebody in the service over a period of time, and it's hit twice the mile. So, uh, you know, I hope it's, uh, everybody can get over it and get through it. And, guys, let's go racing, man. Elko, be looking forward to hearing from you. We may do a live hit report. We're going to come back uh talk about it after the show, and we're going to hopefully we're gonna give it a shot anyway. Right, guys? That's the plan. Yeah, that, that's the plan, Rowdy. Uh, Jeff, uh, you're, you're on. Uh, we, we should do that, and uh, if we can, we're going to. 
Yeah, we'll have to look at the schedule and try to coordinate a time and what's good. Sounds like a plan, guys, and uh, we'll try to get it pushing in that direction. If we can make it work Saturday, we'll we'll go on. That's is that going to be live? I know Mav TV is going to be there. Is it live or take delay? I think it's live. I'm mistaken. Sounds like a plan, guys. Hey, let's work that show out for Saturday. Somehow it might be happening. Uh, we'll, we'll do our best. We always do, Rowdy. And if we can, we're going to. That's for sure. We uh, we enjoy doing it as much as they enjoy listening. Well, we'll uh, I'm going to ask them how they uh, exactly what they use. Uh, probably be a big help for us in the future, Rowdy. And uh, thanks to Tim for calling in this this evening. I it's always great. I, I'm glad he was listening, and I I got to call him out. Next thing I know, he's going to be doing that to me. So I better give a show in to call in at his show shortly and uh, uh, and say hello and voice my opinion with them. Yeah, more not, Yeah. 
Bond Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com. <laughs> 